0: Welcome to the very first edition of the TetraCast RPG Science Monthly Podcast, at least starting off. I'm your host, Zach Reese. Uh, joining me today is Aaron Van Dyne. Hello. All right. Simon Chun. Yo, what's up? Ron Taylor. What's up? And David Kreinberg.
1: How's it going?
0: All right. So, yes, guys, uh, we're going to talk about one of the biggest things that happened recently. And that was Yuichi Wada, the president of Square Enix. Stepping down recently, um, in light of some pretty bad financial reports uh, during the past fiscal year for Square Enix. So uh, only the past fiscal year? Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, was, only the past <laughs> fiscal year.: Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Lots <laughs> fanfare uh, all around. It's, <laughs> it's, obviously, Vodora. years in advance. <laughs> you know, everyone's been asking for it for a long time. But what we're going to talk about today is not only about him stepping down, but basically, since tomorrow, um, April first, it's already April first in Japan. They're celebrating the 10th anniversary of Square Enix becoming official, the merger. And so, we're going to talk about. Everything that's happened since those days, because uh lot stepped in as the um, as the president of the company when that merger happened. he was obviously he was acting as uh, VP or whatever up to that point. And then he became the acting president and he's been there ever since. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the um, the act of him stepping down, what it means for the company and how it means going forward. What who, and who can save Square Enix and what? <laughs> Things they can do to put them back on the right track, you know. Uh, say what you will, Square Enix not been the same since at least when we went from PlayStation Two to PlayStation Three era, um, or these these consoles. So let's first off Okay, so like I said, two thousand three, they became a company. So when that thing happened, I know you guys were kind of following the scene about that time. So I want to kind of hear about your thoughts when you found out about squaresoft and Enix becoming a company did that what do you guys think about that first I it was look, shocking
2: yeah. i didn't think it was going to happen i don't i wasn't thinking Enix, at least
0: like back then
2: yeah uh, i wasn't thinking Enix.
3: i think back then i felt indifferent about it because i mean that was what i mean that was 10 years ago so 10 years ago i was still in high school <laughs>
0: yeah.
3: Yeah. and you know not really too invested or involved in in them as a company like I am now. But, I I mean, at the the time, I just, I don't know. I don't really, like, I just feel, or I probably felt indifferent about it.
1: I don't think I, like, thought it would even affect anything. Like, if anything, I thought it could have been a good thing. I mean, Enix and Square, two great companies together. Did you really, like, did you guys
0: actually know about, like, uh, Enix, you you kind of followed along, like, if you knew about, like, the, Obviously the the Dragon Quest guys, but did you really know about those companies back then? Like, were you uh, fully aware
1: at the time? Because we're all kind of young, so. Not Not Enix so much, but I, I didn't know about, like, the spirits within debacle until much later.
3: Yeah, I think I'm actually in that same boat. Like, I had no idea who Enix was, and then all of a sudden Square Enix appeared, and I was like, okay. (laughs) What happened
2: to Squaresoft? Yeah, I didn't realize what happened with, um, I didn't know what Enix was as a company. I knew Dragon Quest existed. I played Dragon Quest, but I didn't know Enix was the ones who was making them. And then once the change from Squaresoft into Square Enix happened, then I'm like, oh, what the
0: heck? What is this?
4: Yeah, Ron, what do you think about this? Uh, like everybody else is saying, I was indifferent. I thought it was just a kind of a standard corporate event. It was two companies merged. I mean, I, I didn't hear, I didn't realize that the, the film was a debacle until much later, like people, like people are saying also. So I, I thought it was normal. I mean, Enix had, had Dragon Quest and they had Final Fantasy, so you would think perfect marriage. Obviously, not a perfect marriage. I would say I was probably, I mean, I don't, I do mean to skip ahead, but I was probably more in tune with with the company when they mer- when they bought out IDOS, but when they merged with Enix, I did not think it was a, b- a big deal really.
2: I think emerging, though, you can't really look at it and be like, oh, this is a good thing or a bad thing. I mean, obviously yeah, you're yeah. going to assume something something is going to come out of it. Yeah. I didn't think I, – I definitely wouldn't have uh, thought got, uh, 10 years ago Square Enix would be where it is right now. That would be the – that's the yeah. last like yeah, thing
0: where I think of at the, at the same time, you didn't really see the ramifications of it because it's not like as soon as the merger happened, it was obvious what was going to happen because when two companies merge – in any other industry, you know that someone loses their job, you know, because of that, at least someone, yeah. and then everyone gets moved around, and, but it didn't happen right away how evident that was until later on, um, because, you know, Sakaguchi was still around who were number 6 and yeah. you know a
3: lot of the projects that came out even within at least through Final Fantasy 12 some of yeah. those were in development when they were still SquareSoft yeah. so and
0: they just the development teams kind of worked with each other at that
4: point Yeah
2: but I think those were like the last projects they were working on as like as even though they were formerly Square Enix like that's it, they were still at its core at, uh, when they were working on these projects yeah. SquareSoft so I think after that is when it started to drastically change as the work the workers there started realizing once the the merging happened they're like oh this is no longer the company that it used to be this is very different
0: yeah and I think you saw priorities change a little bit too you know because not only it wasn't I think it it, it at, at, before the merger happened you know it was more about like Square stopped at that time do you think that the way they merged. Uh, I, I'm, I'm not. I'm sorry if I'm not really um, educated about it. Was it more that they needed the success of the Dragon Quest series to fall back on? Was there was there problems at Square Soft that were causing that to happen?
1: They just need to take less risks. So stick to bigger, bigger franchises. Oh no, Dragon I'm talking Quest.
0: about why they went to the merger though.
2: Like, uh, did, did narrative- I, think, I think that was a part of it. I think Spirits Within was a part of it. but I don't think that was entirely the reason, which is a thing. What a lot of people I, make up. I it heard it was like a
0: big part of it, though. They were
1: talking it. about the, the merger before, though, before the, like the film even bombed. The, the yeah, they
3: were actually talking about it before the film came out.
0: Do you think it sped it up, though? Like they, they were the SquareSoft oh, yeah, was definitely. probably thinking about like maybe you know it's it's not such a big deal, but because Spirits Within bombed, you think they rushed right into it at that point? Well,
3: One do well, think they
2: would back out of the merging, at least on NX side, but. I'm I mean, they
3: didn't. So they didn't even really rush either, because what the movie came out in 2001, and the merger wasn't finished until 2003.
4: Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, uh, the the story, as I understand it, is they kind of took like a major bath on the movie, and then Enix moved in, like they kind of started to more actively pursue the deal because they were down and out. That, that's what I'm, I don't know if that's accurate. That's kind of how I've always heard it.
0: Okay, so the merger happened, and then I think you can kind of see since then. How things have kind of moved, you know. Obviously, in the middle of Final Fantasy XII, uh, you know, they lost their director on Final Fantasy XII because he was ill, Matsuno. Yeah. and so he left. Uh, Sakaguchi left, and you know, he started his own company, Miswalker. So he got two pretty big guys. You know, you have one of the most prolific uh, writers for the company who left. Um, you know, he was, and this is the—I mean, that was like his first big project. You know, twelve. So that's. Yeah. When he's in the middle of that, he moves out, um, you know. It was a labor at
2: birth. It was uh, it was a long production yeah. and development incoming. Like obviously you can tell something was happening.
4: <laughs> exactly. and,
2: like, people were, I mean, obviously sickness is one thing, but like
1: this this took
2: a long time. It's uh, it's I don't think it rivals long. Resident Evil four, but it's
0: it's just, it still took a long time and I think it shows that yeah, something was a happening mass in the
1: development. Yeah,
0: so you got that. You got Sakaguchi who left the company um, and then, uh, like I said, he started his own. Uh, but then, you know, so 12's development, you know, long enough, and then you kind of see how things, like this is around the time where I'm sure you guys really started to notice the effects of Square Enix becoming yeah. one. Yeah, her- then, 12
2: heralded, like, what was to come in the future, like the bad stuff. Do you?
0: So, at the time, you know, before then, Final Fantasy, what I like to think of it was like, every time A Final Fantasy came out. It was always like this big spectacle, like lines around the block, you know. Oh yeah. Talking about it for months and months before it ever came out in a positive way. Um, and then so 12, you know, 12 was still, it's still pretty big, you know. This was, but the thing is 12 came out like right before the next PlayStation. So it was like months before then. So it took a while not to make that game. But then releasing it like right before a new console, uh, so, Charles did alright sales-wise. Um, so that, that was fine. But then that's, at that point, uh, they come to the next generation. And so you have Square Enix, Square Soft, Square Enix. You cannot find a magazine not holding up them on a pedestal as like these, the RPG Masters, the kings of RPGs, you know of Japanese RPGs, RPGs in general. Well, they had the pedigree behind them. They,
2: I mean, it is Square Enix. They had Dragon Quest behind them. They had Final Fantasy behind them, like two of the biggest RPG, like uh, properties in gaming industry as a whole. So
0: exactly. So then, and so then, you have that. So that's fine. But then, obviously, not only in the next generation, you you start you see the um, the quantity go down. Of the number of games that they were putting out under the Square Enix label, uh, because obviously it's also because a lot of those companies st- stroke out, like they they um they moved out on their own and started releasing their own games. Uh, you know, like obviously like the um the Xeno people, you know, right? Yeah. Uh, on the exactly. They they um left behind and they started their own company, got back together. Miss Walker, like I said before, so you have that. And then, like, some of the biggest people on there. You still have a lot of the same people from, like, the 90s from Squaresoft still with the company. So we can kind of move to when things started to turn. Like, it wasn't – the generation, you know, began. It's like you didn't really – people, they were looking forward to Final Fantasy XIII like everyone was, you know. there was It was still a lot of excitement around that. But then um, when do you guys think was the point – In which things started to go downhill. I mean, we can talk about some of the things that, the big events that happened, but where, when did you guys personally kind of saw it as uh, something that was starting to crumble? I think next
3: gen. Yeah, (laughs) it it was definitely this generation of consoles, because if you look at it, their output this generation has not been, uh, I mean, it's, I mean, to be honest, it's been terrible. Um, They just don't
2: know how to develop for this gen. Once this gen kicked in, they just, Didn't know what to do.
1: I mean, look at the problems with, like, Last Remnant, stuff like that on on PS3. There was just a lot of development problems. It was ridiculous.
3: Well, I mean, not even, not only that, but, I mean, their engine problems and then the problems they had with Final Fantasy XIV, and, you know, it took them five years to, or, like, four years to come out with an HD remaster. (laughs) I mean that just kind of shows you how far behind they are in terms of like creating content for the current generation consoles, and I guess consoles in generation or in general.
2: I think I think part of it was developing for high def. I think that was a major problem for them. Yeah, yeah, out you how saw. Trying to that. get everything working it. It's just an absolute b- and it's it's a really stark contrast between them releasing console games and then them trying to release portable games. Because all the portable games, it seems like development has gone really well for them. Uh, all these games have been great. But when it comes to console games, it just
0: falls apart. Do you think they did better when it came to like handhelds and uh, the iOS and Android and stuff like that or versus the console? Or How do you feel about what that was that like for Square Enix?
2: I think developing for handheld was better. I think it's because it was much more... Uh, much more reminiscent for developing for the last gen, the PS2, Xbox, GameCube gen. I think that's part of the reason why they did so well in developing handheld games compared to the um, HD. It's, they just didn't know what to do.
3: Yeah, I I can agree with that to some extent. I mean, I mean, there's no question that their handheld output was fantastic, but I mean, they did have some handheld games that did take forever to come out too, like. Yeah. Final well, Fantasy Type-0, Third Birthday. I mean, even Crisis Core took what seemed like forever. Yeah, well,
0: talk, let's talk about that. Let's talk about um, Crisis Core because this is the time when they put out the Final Fantasy VII compilation. Now, before now, they um, the the best that you had was 10 2 at the time as a sequel to a Final Fantasy game, and that was weird enough. Uh, you know, the game itself notwithstanding, but the uh, putting a sequel out for a game... That kind of that was the first taste of like well since we have this engine let's go ahead make another game for it and continue the story but this generation saw the um a little bit of the well it's actually it actually was more mostly the last generation wasn't it it was it was before the the, the transition HD consoles but um, the Final Fantasy VII compilation when they announced that for me personally it was like you know why why do they feel the need to continue with a, a story that seemed to be completely there was mystery around the ending of that game that i liked a lot about it like the end of the game red thirteen comes out onto the cliff with his you know kids and then they just see um midgar just completely covered in you know gra- basically like Weeds and everything is completely yeah. destroyed. Yeah. And the mystery, leaving at that, I mean, I'm, I'm a fan of Advent Children. I love that movie. But at the same time, I thought it was pointless to go down that way. What do you guys, how do you guys feel about how they take a property like that? And they did the same thing with 13. Continue it on.
2: Uh I, th- I think part of the reason was that I, oh, not part of the reason. I think like developing sequels and prequels and stuff for 13. Uh, the reason was very different than it is for the compilation of seven. I mean, w- what do you think, Erin? Like you're you're very well versed in at least both in both of these universes.
3: Yeah, I can agree with that. I mean, the compilation. I actually don't think it was a bad idea. I know some people don't like Final Fantasy seven, and so they don't like the compilation or. You know they haven't seen or read all of it, so they don't, they don't really understand the different parts of it. But in mean, the world of the world of that game is really actually really expansive. So the stuff that they added, I thought, well, <laughs> except for like Dirge of Cerberus, that game is really terrible. But every, <laughs> everything else, I thought was was really fantastic, and it really added to the original game. Whereas with thirteen. They were like, well, we're just going to add on two sequels, and it's not going to be cohesive. The worlds don't really connect. We're just going to kind of... see <laughs> We're
0: well, just going to only- kind of...
3: We're going we're to throw something out there and hope it sticks. And unfortunately, I don't think it worked as well as, as the compilation of Seven did.
0: Yeah, because you got, you got Crisis Core, you uh, that is the prequel. You got Dirge of Cerberus, which is... God, I, a, sequel. But, yeah, a sequel? I don't really. DMT. It's it basically takes place kind of within the, the, the time. Well, of the then movie.
3: I mean, then you have then, stuff like you have before crisis, before crisis, crisis, crisis the yeah. phone yeah. game, yeah. and then you have. You have a few novels which are actually really fantastic, and I think the success of the compilation comes from the fact that they didn't, like, they didn't change the actual game world when they made those games, and they made that movie, and they made like yeah, they the novels and whatever. It. Whereas with like Final Fantasy XIII-2, they completely changed the world and the mm. story and the characters, and they're doing it again for Lightning Returns.
2: Well, so retcons all of thirteen. So I mean. I just
1: to be, the- to be fair, like, a lot of the compilation retcons stuff too. I mean, like, like, uh, what's his name? The, the angel guy. I, I'm drawing a <laughs> black right Genesis? now. Genesis? Or Angel? No, th- well, he- Genesis? Uh, uh, Genesis.
2: Right, I said Genesis. Oh,
1: did yeah, you Yeah, but oh.
3: he's, he's almost like a background character for most of that game, and I yeah. still think
1: it's weird that he would never be mentioned It's in Seven at all. He was, he was like, as famous as Sephiroth.
2: Well, I think that's partially because like they hadn't created the concept for the compilation at the time. Well, yeah, it's,
4: it's something Wait, that I came well. Obvious.
2: Yeah, so they built around it. Whereas, um, whereas Thirteen's problem lies with like, like narrative problems that disregard the entirety of the narrative, and then goes with something else entirely.
0: Yeah, it's, so it's
2: not a cohesive at all.
0: Let's move right into it then. So this is like uh two thousand nine, two thousand ten. So we're talking about. Uh, the compilation happened under Square Enix pretty much. So we got that out of the way. Um, 12 came out, uh, for better or worse. Uh, and then you moved straight into the HD generation. Square is saying that they're having problems with the transition. They even admit to that they're having trouble trying to recreate things. So... Here is thirteen. The first taste you get of that is that E three trailer that they had um of lightning inside the train and then oh, you know, God. everything. It looks like an incredible game with like backflips inside and the people getting shot all over the damn place. The winners so, of CG. Yeah, and so you you got that. And also around the same time they announced Final Fantasy fourteen is coming. Uh, you know, people they basically took a lot of the same stuff from Eleven, a lot of the same races, just with different names. Um, Their idea, of course, is that here's Final Fantasy XI, which came out in 2001 – 2002, excuse me – 2002. And so they wanted to kind of bring people up to this current generation. And Final Fantasy XIV reminds me a lot of like EverQuest II in a way. But – so you got that. You got Final Fantasy XIV, Final Fantasy XIII. And also when they announced Final Fantasy XIV, people were upset. Just like eleven, <laughs> they said about eleven when they said, so no, yeah, I, 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 have, I,
3: I love going back and watching the uh, reaction video to that. because <laughs> like, there was
0: that, they had, it was online. What like, the like, hell? Like it was it was that video that they had of people like sitting down on like in in dining ta- like in a restaurant or something like that, and like they showing the city. And they did they announce that like right? After 13, like they did, yeah, it just was just right after the demo.
2: It. it was right after the 13 demo. They're like, "We got another Final Fantasy that's coming next year for you." Final Fantasy trailer Q's Final Fantasy 14 logo shows up, and they're like, "Yeah, cheer!" And then the online pops up, <laughs> and everyone's like, "You hear it in the video, what? Bullshit. Online? <laughs> it is the most hilarious thing. It's like you bought a product and you suddenly got bamboo. You, you got totally screwed. That's what it. That's what it sounds like."
0: So yeah, oh, so funny. you got, you got. We'll talk about fourteen a little bit because that is, in itself is a lot, a lot of problems around that. But let's let's go straight to thirteen then. So, thirteen's uh, announced. Where were you guys at? I want to know uh, as far as your appeal of the Final Fantasy franchise. So, David, what do you? What were you at at that time?
1: Okay, see, I know, definitely Aaron is going to disagree here, but see. I did not like 12 at all. There was... That's my man not, right there. It's not that, like, it was objectively bad. It was that there was a lot of things about it that didn't appeal to me. That some people are definitely gonna say nitpicking. Like, uh, like just the way combat felt so automated and, and like, like an offline MMO, stuff like that. And, like, I didn't... I've never liked Ivelis. I've always thought it was really bland. Oh, well, that's where I draw the line. But yeah, <laughs> and uh, oh god, I'm going to get so much hate for it <laughs> for this. But whatever. So I mean, this time too. I this too. was really excited for 13 because I knew that it would be another Kitase one. Well, not really. but I on I'm a second, myself on a second. again. Who?
0: I hear my voice again. Who's mess? Yeah. Who's doing that? Is it Dave? I think it's, I think it's you. Or is it sure. Ron? Because I think Ron's messing with his mic. Ron,
2: microphone. did you mute yourself?
0: I did. Yeah. What's up? Your your microphone's moving a lot. Is it? Okay. Sorry. Hold
4: on. I'll, I'll mute myself again. That's cool.
0: Okay. I I want to hear you talk more, Ron. It's just that yeah, I, I don't know if it's uh, when you move it. Uh, but yeah. Uh, let's continue on. Sorry, Dave. Okay. Continued.
1: So uh, so like, like I was I was cautiously optimistic for thirteen because. Like back in two thousand six, I didn't really know stuff about staff and and who would work who was working on it. Like then when I found out all that stuff, I I, I got a little excited because I knew that it was it was the ten people. That's basically I didn't know Kitase or Toriyama. I didn't know those names. So once I just found out not it, knowing them. <laughs> <laughs> so once I just uh, it's like oh cool the ten people. Yeah, I might like this game. So. As we got closer, I got cautiously optimistic. What I was mostly cautious about was the battle system, but uh as that got introduced, I got a little, I warmed up to it, and sometimes I cooled down to it. It was just it was just the the announcement cycle and and just the whole cycle for it was was crazy. I went through a lot of being excited and then being not so excited, and yeah, that just that went on for four years. Yeah, so at that point then, you know, Final Fantasy XIII comes
0: out. So uh, did you pick up that game right away when it came out? I picked up the
1: game right away, and I know I'm one of the few, but I loved it. You loved did it? You, okay. Did, you, I loved did it. you import the game, Dave? No, I didn't. I, I did have a friend No, but that, uh, I, did.
2: <laughs> See, I did. I did. I imported it, and I reviewed it when it first came out. And yeah. <laughs> I actually, I loved the battle system. I think I had problems with everything around it. Because battle system was such a departure from everything else that had come from it, even though it was still was turned
0: well yeah, so i want I want to hear more from David though is that what things did you love about that game
1: well i mean i'm gonna I'm gonna say right here that I cannot be completely unbiased about both thirteen and twelve because thirteen like for me, and I know this is gonna get some flack. It felt like the first real Final Fantasy mainline Final Fantasy for me in like ten years, so, because it it felt a lot like ten. I know I know there's a lot of ten lovers that hate thirteen, but it, it was it, like I love the world. Yeah. So what
0: what what did you what made you think compared to the other ones? Then, uh, what do you think is a real Final Fantasy that you saw in thirteen? Then,
1: well. I th- I think it was the world it was it was the way the uh like the story kind of played out the way it, it like not not necessarily the story itself but the level of progression well, so the like the story super
0: science fantasy kind of thing
1: yeah like Chocobos and and the a command based battle system that was that had transitions and
2: uh see I think Final Fantasy 13 had some really interesting narrative themes like Yeah narratives. it did like, it, yeah it had I think it had interesting narrative themes it had xenophobia like but they didn't execute that xenophobia. properly yeah, didn't execute that properly. They had uh they had a great setup for a tragedy. They had no matter what these let's C do, they're screwed because they turn into crystals or they turn into C. Yeah. But that also ends up being sort of not executed properly by the game's end. Yeah. They just so- had a lot of these narrative interesting narrative elements, but they didn't carry them out properly. And I think that's the major flaw of thirteen story. I mean, a lot of people say there's a lot of, like, stereo anime anime character stereotypes, but I think you can say the same for a lot of other Final Fantasy games, sort of, like, but I think that comes in a sort of as a part of the franchise. It's just, yeah. they had a lot of these interesting ideas, they just didn't do them properly.
4: Um... And I was really kind of disappointed because it just didn't really live up to my expectations. Like, I thought the fighting was fun, and I really liked the music. I think it's probably one of the best soundtracks of this generation of consoles. I think the music's really, really great, but the plot, everything else, it just... It just didn't live up to what it was promised. Like, like the guys have said, everything, a lot of things were changed. Um, and I just, for for a long time, I thought that I thought I thought that I thought it was great. Like I had to, like I convinced myself that it was great because when you buy a console and you wait for something for like four years, it might be kind of hard to accept the reality that it's not that great. Um, but after a while you reflect on it and you know hindsight sinks in or whatever and you really think about like the design and all the decisions that were made and how it actually plays, and I was pretty disappointed, I would say. Um, bitter might not be too harsh a term to use to describe how I feel Fair. about it. Did you did you play thirteen two? I, I I did I didn't play it at launch. I didn't I didn't think I, I, didn't, I didn't want to spend sixty bucks on it. And Soul Calibur Five came out that same day, so I was had no problem not going broke. Soul Caliber Five, yeah, because I love Soul Caliber also. Um, sure. But I, I played it eventually, and they did make some improvements, but as far as the plot, which really, for Final Fantasy, like, the plot is what I'm there. I've there said before. I think, uh, I know GM, I think he's a great writer, and obviously he hasn't written these, and the plot still didn't deliver. I think they kind of fixed the gameplay some, but, I don't know, mini-games, a Pokemon gimmick, which I'm not really into, especially outside of Pokemon, which does <laughs> it the best. Uh, I, I don't think... I don't really think it was bad, but it's certainly not good in the areas that it really, really needs to be to succeed as a Final Fantasy. I I think that's fair to
0: say, yeah. So you 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 felt that the bar was set – relatively speaking, was set kind of high, everything up to it. And so Thirteen had to meet – well, actually exceed that in order for it to continue on that legacy, and you felt that it it didn't – it wasn't able to get anywhere near that. Is that the case? Or just get close to it?
4: I, I mean, I think I feel like it just we just we waited a little too long for it, and they probably announced it too early, right? Like I think that's where's I think squares biggest fault yeah. this generation is announcing things way way too early and letting expectations build to these like unrealistic levels.
0: <laughs> well, that's we'll talk about that other game in a little bit, but let's move on to uh, Simon. So, uh, yeah, Simon, you, you like you said before is that you helped review that game for the site. Uh, well, not for this. Not for the I'm sorry. You reviewed you reviewed the import copy of that yeah. game. So, um, knowing that you, you were playing this game before it ever hit American shores, where were you at when that when you had got the import copy? Did you kind of already get at that time what the feeling was going to be on our side?
2: Uh, I didn't think 13 would cause so much of a divide within the fan base than than I see now. Um, when I played 13, I really enjoyed it uh because partially because of the battle
0: but what, what, what by the way what version did you review it was the, it was
2: the japanese version oh, the played. 360 or ps3 oh i played the ps3 version okay all right could yeah you oh, sorry wait the 360 version didn't exist back then for the japanese one if i recall
0: oh it didn't oh okay yeah i'm
2: sure i'm pretty sure it came out later with the addition of the easy mode
0: oh okay um, yeah. yeah it makes sense with, no, with 360, the novella you know
2: if i recall yeah with a novella so i you got the p s three version um I platinum, I platinumed it, and I thought it was a great ride because the battle system was great. um it was Paradise. Really different. yeah, it was really different from the other one' because the other games uh it focused more on the micro um I guess less so with twelve because of the gamut and uh, all the other uh, macro elements. But 13 plays much more about macro. It's about how your party combinations go, uh, go together, uh, which is why they have the paradigm shift. It's more about that. And that's why the auto battle exists because you don't want to be manually choosing things. You want to be, uh, having the AI consider what moves you should be doing. So it's about having, uh, what, what job, uh, combinations work the best in each situation. Um, which is a testament, I think, to the game's difficulty because if you don't have the right setups, you're gonna, you're just gonna end up dying straight up on certain bosses. So I really enjoyed it, but everything else was sort of bad. Um, voice acting was okay. Uh, the music was great, but the, all, all the stuff that, all the cool stuff that they were showing before the game's release, that wasn't a good chunk. That wasn't a big, that wasn't a big chunk of the game, which was partially why I was so disappointed in 13.
0: It was just a starting area, wasn't it? Like the, yeah, they talked like, about it, the demo.
2: Even stuff. the trailers, like I remember the last trailer, it showed up, it showed, uh, par, uh, it showed off the fight. At Pulse, when uh, when all the uh, the L'Eau party comes back to uh, uh, Pulse, and like you see them
0: uh, fighting. Yeah, that's right. The open area. Yeah, areas. that was, like, a big open chunk areas. of the
2: last, tra- uh, last trailer. But that was like the only cool segment in the entire game. The
0: giant—I forget what they call the giant turtles—walking across the open landscape. That was like the big thing. Like you, you know were scared, like looking at it, like oh my god, I better not. And then you want to go ahead and fight it anyway. <laughs>
2: I think the part of it that hurt the game most for me was that it was it was a long uh, time until you actually got all the gameplay features at at your at your fingertips.
0: Did the th- original like wrap itself up pretty well?
2: I think the original wrapped itself pretty well and then 132 comes in with new narrative uh elements and then a different type of story altogether. It's not even like the same uh uh archetype that it was in uh, th- uh the original 13. And then the gameplay features—they made the uh, co- uh, combat a lot less difficult. It's actually extremely easy. Um, and then they give you all these extra battle stuff that's really cool. That would have been actually really awesome for Final Fantasy 13, but not for 13 too. So like, and I think I'm afraid for the next generation because people are like, "Are we going to see more Final Fantasy sequels in the future?" I'm like, "Yeah, I think we are because." This company is so set on creating, <laughs> reusing it's, assets. I don't think they're going to create, and imagine how much the development costs us to create new Final Fantasy every single time, just every. Uh, yeah,
0: I think it really hit on this generation to be sure. So let's, before we get too technical, I want to move to Erin because she has an entire site dedicated. Uh, it was kind of started around the time that, um, the com. So let's, let's kind of talk about that a little bit. So, Aaron, you wouldn't have started the site if you didn't kind of see the potential in that right. game. So, uh, talk about what led you to start your site and then kind of got you into covering these types of ge- these th- these set of games.
3: Well, originally, like I was super excited for Final Fantasy 13, yeah. and I think anybody who knows me personally will will know that and know that I've said things before that. Well, at least before the game came out, that, you know, I was really excited and it looked super awesome. And I actually I started the site as kind of like a personal project because oh. um at the time I was like I had taken it upon myself to kind of post that news on NeoGAF and make sure that, you know, all the newest news was up there. So I started putting it on my website as sort of like an archive. And then from there, it just kind of grew. And um, yeah. I actually, like, it's, like, now it's more than just the, the Final Fantasy 13 games, it's actually the whole series, and, uh, like, really anything that Square Enix does is yeah. their Japanese titles, which, I mean, from a content perspective, there's only so much you can do with the 13 yeah. games anyway.
0: A lot of guests. So,
3: um, as I kept getting more traffic, I was like, well, you know, I think it might be a good idea to sort of expand that content to expand the audience.
0: So, yeah, and obviously, I mean, you've been covering some like the Kingdom Hearts games and stuff like that. So, yeah, you, you do, obviously you've expanded that. We'll talk more about Kingdom Hearts too, by the way. So, right, and
3: I, I guess <laughs> it's funny with the Kingdom Hearts stuff, because at first, like, I tried it for a while, and I was like, mm, yeah, you know, people are interested. And then, like, it was just like, there's so much Kingdom Hearts stuff that comes out that people report on that it was kind of overwhelming a lot me. Of games. So <laughs> what I did was I actually brought a couple people on, and since then, they've been helping with the Kingdom Hearts news. So now we do actually post on that series again.
0: Oh yeah, obviously, because there's there's a lot. Like we were kind of talking about how long it was until um, Final Fantasy thirteen came out. There was a lot of Kingdom Hearts games. But like I said, we'll get we'll get to that um, just after this. But so you created that site. Obviously, you were you had high anticipation for thirteen. You liked what you saw. Obviously, so uh, talk to me about what the days leading up to the release of Final Fantasy 13 cuz i know you you said you imported it right too
3: i did i did import it and yeah. it it wasn't cheap to import so yeah how much but did it uh, cost you
2: it costed me 120 with yeah, like was, next was, day shipping over and everything yeah and
3: i got japan, it the japan. day after it came out in japan which was crazy
4: M- so, million dollar question right here was it worth it
3: was <laughs> it worth it no, <laughs> was it was oh.
2: I look back on it, it's probably, like, the $100 that I probably should not have spent.
3: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you know, I was playing the game. It starts out really cool, and, you know, I was having a great time for a while, but I think as the game went on, like, I slowly had this feeling creeping in the back of my mind, like... Where is this game going? And you know, how,
0: <laughs> oh man, um, that's you could—that's a big question. Where is this game going?
3: <laughs> and how are certain things in the narrative going to expand on themselves? And you know, are they going to ex- explain this and this? And what what are their characters going to do when it comes to this certain thing? And like, by the time I got to the end of the game, I and as I was watching the ending, I literally said out loud, "That's
0: it." <laughs> <laughs> I have like
3: I was watching the ending, and I was like. Really? <laughs> Are you serious did, right now? Did you, did
0: you
2: say my reaction was, yay, explosions!
4: Did you guys import the demo as well that came with
1: Advent Children on yeah, and Yeah, I, I did. My friend did, and I just played it with him. Wasn't that I, like another $100?
3: It was $90. For okay. that Advent one. Children
2: was not cheap when it came out. wasn't.
3: No. no, and I okay, actually well, I, enjoyed that because it it not only came with the demo, but the movie on Blu-ray, plus it came with the trailers for Versus thirteen, versus, yeah. and at the time, Agito thirteen, which I thought was fine, and I was really excited about that release. So when thirteen came out, you know, like I said, I was excited at first, but as the game went on, I just got increasingly disappointed. Um, I think actually the worst part of that game is everything that they showed in the two thousand six trailer is actually a cutscene, <laughs> and when that oh, came yeah. up, yeah, I was like, what it's a cutscene, like, you can't actually play that part, I, oh my gosh, I was so upset.
0: It's, yeah, I mean, of course, and the fact that you cover that game on your site is that you, obviously, you had watched, you had kind of rewatched a lot of that content, and then when you played the game, you know, in the back of your mind, it's like, you, that stuff is still kind of fresh in your mind, and so you're playing through that game, and everything that they were talking about, I mean, you got... A lot of firsthand discussions with the people that worked on that game, too, I'm sure. So they're what they were talking it up. And so going into it, obviously, your head's in a completely different area than a lot of other people's, like just a basic fan of the game because you know more in depth about it because you had to do the research for your site.
3: Right. And, you know, as somebody who followed the game and then, you know, come up dis- to come up disappointed about it, I mean, I think that. It's fair that something like that happens, and I've actually taken a lot of flack for it. Um, I've had just really angry people come to the site and say, "Oh, well, why are you even running the site if you don't like Final Fantasy (laughs) 13?" And I guess my response—because there are 12
2: others,
3: (laughs) right? And my response to that now is, "Well, I cover more than just those games now." Yeah,
0: throw back in their faces. So, (laughs)
3: yeah,
0: so so, uh, obviously, so that's where you were coming from in 13. Now. For me personally, I won't dwell on this too long, so I'll just kind of go out, is that I only... My brother bought me Final Fantasy 13. Like, it was the Christmas before. He said, I'm going to buy that game for your birthday. And so when I... It was, it was weird because my birthday's in January. That game came out in March. But still, he, he said he was going to do it. So I got that game. I did not play it until last year. It wasn't because, like, it was everyone else. It was mostly because that there was other RPGs coming out this time from companies other than Square. So, you had, you know, I mean, even Enix was putting out stuff Right, and you know,
3: I saw you say that, oh, you're not going to play it based on other people's opinions. And I actually thought that was really good because you were able to see the game for what it was based on your own thoughts and perceptions rather than the general, I guess the general consensus, which is it's a very polarizing game.
0: Yeah. And, and that's, that's basically is like, if you look at some of the games that I really enjoyed, it's games that people, uh, you know, they got into right away and then they felt very upset about it or something happened. Um, but I tried to, I tried to do that, but it's, it's, it's obviously it's incredibly difficult. It's, it would be a lie if I said none of that affected me when I was playing that game, because no one can say they can go into a game being like, well, no, it's, it's my own, you know, it's my own opinion. Uh, none of that had any effect on me. Of course it did. You know, I, I, it'd be stupid of me to say that um, everyone was so disappointed. How can I go into it with my expectations high after hearing that? So, but to be honest, when I went into that game, yeah. When it started off just like you, I was, I was getting into it. You know, the, the battle system was different enough. I was enjoying it. I was like, this is pretty cool. You know, the paradigm shift system was really neat. I liked being able to play around with the roles of my characters. The, um, the whole, the whole system, the systems were pretty neat. Uh, and it, it was, it, it came to a point though where trying to understand the story because I'm, like I've talked before, I'm big on story, I'm big on characters, I'm big on music. That's, that's pretty much the thing. So the music, obviously, was great. I, I'll say that right away. I, there's games I don't like in the Final Fantasy series, but I'll always say good things about the music. I loved 13's music. Now, the characters, the story, let's talk about the story. I For the life of me, and I was casting myself on RPG that live when I was playing it, even for the first time. And I tried to record it during the entire time. Kind of like, you know, just like on the fly, trying to like, let me show you guys what it's like to not have played this game for three years. So um well, two years, excuse me. But the, the thing is, not once in that game did I understand the story, like comprehend it at any <laughs> time. It was trying to there was way too many apostrophes that I was trying to – I was confusing things. I, everything was mixing up when I started to understand what they were. People are talking like, no, these are like the gods. Then you got the z- zombies and like it's, – it's, I never understood any of it. And people try to break it down for me. I'm still having a very tough time. And they say, hey, go read the datalog entries. And I try to. A lot and of- apparently oh. in the data logs, there's spoilers. <laughs> it's like it tells you things that are going to happen later in the story. Yeah. Trying to understand what's going on right now. Yeah. And so if you try to read that, like, there was like a breakdown of communication somewhere. Like no one said, hey, you know, at this point, we're going to throw up a, a data log. Better make sure that it doesn't say anything about what's going to happen like an hour or two later in the game. And I, I didn't realize it. And so I kind of cut it off right there. And it was, it bothered me that anyone would say, hey, go read a book to understand this story. It's like, no, it's, that's not how you tell a story. It's honestly, it, it, it felt did.
2: like there were two groups of writers, one of them that were working on the game, and the other per- people were working on the data, the data log. And yeah. I think that's why there's a huge disconnect.
0: Yeah, and so, and, and, you know, Final Fantasy XIII is a great looking game, too, you know, and uh, say, what, say what people will, the linear nature of that game never really bothered me because it's like I've grown up playing extremely linear games like flat path like street pass and everything. The map made me laugh every time I saw it cuz I mean it, it, I'm fine with linear games but when the map is like you get like a tiny little like a nudge out of the street line and then it looks like it's like Oh, there's something over here. No, it's just like some like rocks. It's just like they had to for some reason had to map that out. So like that, like none of that stuff bothered me. I'll I'll never say that the linear stuff bothered me too much. It's that I also the characters I did not care for in the slightest. Like I had none of them appealed to me. Even like Saz didn't appeal to me at all. Like, I, I'd be cracking more jokes about them than I would actually, like, appreciating where they were coming from. Uh, I was talking about this before. Snow just felt like Cloud, but his character development was skin deep. He, he had the hero complex, but none of the, like, the psychological in-depth nature of it. Like, later on in the game, he's pretty He doesn't even drawn. have
2: a mind, dude. He doesn't even have a brain.
0: <laughs> it's, it's the thing. It's, like, people, like, talk about him, like, you know, later in the game, you know, he... Something breaks, and then you know it's like, "Wow, you know, he's really uh, there's some serious things that were going on." You know, he, he misunderstood. Everyone's bad about him, and then you know he breaks down.
1: But, I mean, it is kind of true. It just it just wasn't executed in the best way.
0: No, it, it's and, and and I saw that point. You know, I, I played about. Uh, I mean, uh, I'll I'll be uh, honest here. Is that I'm I've yet to beat thirteen. I'm a, I'm a few. I'm about five, ten hours away from beating the game. But at that point, it it became – and I I don't want to harp on it too long. Like I said, I'm not – I don't think 13 is a terrible game. I don't think it's that bad a game. I don't think it's a good game. And so I, th- I think it's middle of the road. I think it's average and I'm not going to sit here and say that, you know, well, it's, it's fall of fantasy. It better be great. It's like, <laughs> I, I played enough RPGs, you know, it's like, I can kind of just throw them in there and be fine. It's, it's that I, I just don't think. The battle system was, was good. I had issues with the battle system at the same time. It gave you the illusion that you had control of your characters, but then they got caught up in the battle. And so you had lightning standing in front of like Fane and getting hit when Fane's trying to protect everybody. It really pissed me off because I just played Tales of Graces F. Uh, I didn't really like Tales of Graces F. But like going from that and having complete control over your, the character you had selected. And then go into Final Fantasy 13 with the illusion. It, it, it really put me off. And you know, from what we've heard about where Final Fantasy is going, they might do something with that. But anyway, so that's that's basically where I'm at. Is that I've yet to be 13. I want to play 13 too. I want to play Lightning Returns just because. I, I, damn it, I want to. Because
4: no, I, <laughs> no, I don't. You I don't, don't want to say no, I want you to don't. because you I desire don't. it.
0: It's because for some reason I need it. I need to play those games. I didn't I, I, like. Some of the people I didn't like 10. I didn't like 12. I just I still beat those games because I felt like I wanted to at least do it, and then say, "You might like." Personally. I didn't like this game because such and such, <laughs> and this is why. You know, I can create a, I can explain why I don't like a game. I feel like unless I beat it, I can't do that. Like those games, I beat and then fell in love with like a month down the road because I kind of laid back, I soaked it in. So that's where it went. So now that uh, let's, let's, let's go to 13 now. So now that we're done, let's talk about today because we, we've been talking a lot about 13. So let's talk, let's go to today, uh, recently, a lot of steps down. Uh, the president of the company has been there since the inception. And so now that he is gone, uh, Lord. what, uh, so obviously it's, it was result of, um, 13. A lot of things falling, lot of things. Yeah, it's a lot of things. There's no
2: way you can attribute it to only one yeah. thing.
1: At Tomb Raider.
0: The, the, Japan was in a deeper recession than the the West was. Um, the yen, the, the value of the yen, was way too high, so they had to sell a lot more copies of games to make up for it.
3: Well, it's not even like having to sell more copies. It's more that their expectations for the the selling of these copies was way too ridiculous. Like with with the new Tomb Raider game that came out, for example, they expected yeah, the that Man. game to sell like five million plus like the first week or so or the first month maybe there was an
4: analyst there was an analyst that said and i know analysts but this is all we have to go on (laughs) he basically he said that the budget for the game was 100 million dollars which i think sounds believable and then it to be to be profitable square wanted or this is what they told people they wanted they wanted it to do five million to 10 million copies for for comparison's sake battlefield 3 did like 15 million copies
3: Right, I so I think I th- those it's completely. To
0: Tomb Raider for 5 million. I, I, I don't know there. how the other Tomb Raider games sold. 5 million for Tomb Raider sounds like huge. Because even one, Uncharted, none of the is. Uncharted games made like. Did they ever clear 5 million in Uncharted? I think they sold like 3 million or something. No, so they haven't. But, but Uncharted
4: has is only on one platform though. Tomb Raider is on like, like 4 things. Oh, that's, that's 3 true. things. That's yeah. true. But, I mean, um, but even the number they gave, like, it was 3.5 million copies, and that's only at retail. That's a
2: lot. And yeah, that's a lot. I think I, – I agree with Aaron. They set their expectations too high for what they were going – what they were actually going to get.
0: Yeah, but the, at the same time, the Tomb Raider, of course, was a factor. They also said, like, Sleeping Dogs because it sold – a- sleeping Dogs is a great game, but it sold below expectations. Well, even then, not-
3: I mean, the for a new IP, it actually shipped quite a bit, yeah, in my really opinion. Well. And once again, it's because of their expectations were out of the realm of reality. There's, I mean, there's really no way around that. They yeah,
4: just- have- I, I love Sleeping Dogs, but they, they cannot have thought they had Grand Theft Auto, right? I mean, yeah. Well, on.
3: at, at one point, you have to wonder, because if yeah. that was a disappointment, then I don't know what's going on. That's because their fault. That's their, I mean, yeah. even if you look at a game like 13.2, which, you know, the sell through to customers is actually a lot lower than what their ship numbers were. They yeah. expected that game to sell a lot more than it actually did.
4: I think it's really important to note that the, that the figures that they gave out don't include digital numbers. And I was shocked by that because I know most of the people that I know who played Tomb Raider played it on PC. And if, the, if that number doesn't have PC numbers, I don't think it's a stretch to say it probably did like four million copies if you factor in PC sales.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing, is that they don't yeah, report digital sales. I mean, if you, sales, really
3: if you the look track. at Steam, it says, like, 200,000 or whatever. That's
0: People okay. playing but it. still,
2: that's nowhere near what they were going for. Yeah. And yes. you have to also consider, like, where Tomb Raider was before this game came out. Like, it's sort it was sort of in the same place that, like, Final Fantasy Tomb Ra-
4: was. Like, mm-hmm. The last uh, weren't that uh, great. The last two Tomb Raider games are are considered to be pretty good. And anniversary, legend, and anniversary. But legend okay, so of- a, a Tomb Raider
0: is fine, and then Sleeping Dogs. But you also, I when I went through some of the costs they were talking about, apparently they lo- it was like billions of yen, or or hundreds of millions of dollars. They they were sinking that into restructuring and disposal of. Um, Content. So they were getting rid of stuff that they were like either it was games or it was DLC or it was like maybe they did something to their social and mobile platforms that they got rid of games that they didn't think were going well, to Well, they, they
3: did say they did say that they were going to stop like so, making social games. So I'm sure that's part of it. Plus, you know, they've needed to restructure their internal stuff for a long time now. So something had to give eventually. So do
0: you think that the restructuring that's what led about Wada stepping down. I don't think well, it's Well, no, the restructuring. I, think <laughs> it's,
3: I think it's everything from this past generation that just piled on top of the need for yeah. restructure. Okay.
4: WADA, WADA, Wada is stepping down for the same reason that John Rigatello had to step down from EA, because after the company screws up after so many times, the guy who's been in charge, who is the CEO, has to take the fall. That's just kind of how. I don't
2: think that it's just was. him, though. I think because the board changed it as well. So I of think course, this. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, I think yeah this is There's, totally there's you know, a lot of issues.
3: But, yeah. I mean, Wada oh. is like, he was the face of everything, and no. And
4: that's, that's why he's gone, yeah. Any anytime, anytime a CEO has to fall, it's because that's just kind of how it goes. Yeah. You, you've, you've been it's, seeing, it's, like, it's with amazing. a lot of, like, big companies, too,
0: like, obviously THQ, EA, John Ricatello he stepped down. Um, And so.
4: Well, you,
2: THQ was a different situation. They were yeah, yeah, they were, middle, t- yeah,
4: they t- were middle. T- t- to be fair, THQ went down with quite a bit of goodwill.
2: Well, T H Q went down for a different reason because
0: T H Q invested that. Yeah, yeah, they invested way too much money into that. <laughs> so yeah, and, and so I, I just wanted to mention that because it seems to be like it's uh, the transition to the next generation. It seems like that's probably the big reason for the restructuring is because they know if they don't fix it. As soon as possible. That when they get to that new generation, where all these companies are putting out new content, like a lot of publishers are willing to create new games, stuff like that, that they're going to be lost in the shuffle.
1: And so, do you think it's better they did it now instead of like a year or two from now?
0: Exactly, because you know, even if they don't put out a new Final Fantasy game for a few years, it's just the simple fact that they know they need to get this done now before it becomes even. A greater loss of money yeah. like of but potential yeah money.
3: i mean look yeah. at look at their output this generation at least on home consoles i mean they really there really isn't anything to write home about if it's you think small about fraction. it yeah small i guess fraction, the last remnant
2: but then that was a technological well te- yeah i mean you have Inver- that dis- game, but, yeah, yeah, it's, it's funny, but
3: what did that game do for the company it didn't do I anything
2: it actually made it worse i think the best way to phrase square enix this generation is that i think wada had a vision I just didn't. I just think he didn't know what to, how to I do it. I think his
3: problem was he wanted to make the company too much like an EA or an Activision, yeah. and
2: didn't know how to was, do it and He was become, a
1: he's
3: exactly. Be
0: let's let's not forget, though. It. You guys are bringing up like Last Remnant a bit. Don't forget, Dragon Quest was big too. Nine sold extremely well. Yeah. It was like the best-selling game of the series. So right, but then with ten,
3: they turned it into yeah. an MMO, and then yeah,
0: exactly.
4: I don't know. Just, oh my I'd, god, how, how misguided it. that was.
2: I think there was a lot of problems within the company, and then they just tried to Band-Aid everything rather than actually just boy, figuring should out... A new
0: Final Fantasy well, game. yeah,
3: I mean, if you're talking about the Band-Aid situation, look at Final Fantasy fourteen. They yeah. they let that game go out in the way that it was, and from what I know, they actually knew that it was not a good game, and le- and yet they released it anyway. How could you not? Wow. It was
0: so broken, it was so glitchy, there was so many yeah. they
3: They just didn't want... To, I guess they just didn't want to hurt the team's feelings by saying, well, we're not going to release this title or you have to rework this title. And in the end, it, it bit them in the behind. And now they're in the situation where for the past couple of years, their console output has been terrible. And it's because. And
2: wasting resources from, from, making 14.
3: <laughs> they had to put so many people on that game. Team.
4: From a qualitative standpoint, idos has done quite well. The idos side of the company has done quite well. Yeah, the Western. It's because like
0: we. But there was obviously so if you look at like the past have, series, that it but was. But
3: you have you have to really think about it though. I mean, yeah. how many of those projects were in development before they were bought out?
2: Yeah, like right. Human Revolution. That was in the making for a long time coming. You just right, didn't even
3: hear about
4: it. So you're saying you you want you would attribute the success of those games more to the original idos staff rather than like direction from Square?
2: I think, I think I think
3: Square so, wasted a lot because, of resources. I mean, even I Tomb Raider came out and or was starting development in 2008 or whatever. So so, a,
4: so to follow that up, then if they, since they're doing like their staff shuffle or whatever, because I'm pretty, they're probably going to keep like you know, like is probably going to be the new CEO, right? He's probably going to stick. We think that, right?
3: Yeah, that's yeah. that's he's, he's been like, he was, uh, he's been the yeah he's he's.
4: I don't know. It's kind of hard
0: to say because he's been the CFO. So, well, thought not CFO. Alex
1: thought he would just be a stand-in for a little while while they find someone That's what
4: else. I'm saying. Do you think that he'll only just be a stand-in, or do you think he'll stick and actually be the new CEO? I think he'll stick.
3: I think he'll stick unless they, no they decide something <laughs> drastic. But, I mean, they – thing-
4: do you think that they'll move up some IDOS people? Because as you can see with the yeah. new engine, they have they have a European guy on the new engine from the from the over from the IDOS side. That, so I, do you I think I they think move up IDO staff in 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 the corporate?
3: area? Yeah, I don't think they will because the really? Japanese culture is in a way to that they kind of like they look down upon um, like foreign ideas coming into their companies.
4: Well, is it what I, I, I it one that. that. Can Square to keep thinking like that though?
3: I. I yeah, no, I don't think they can, but... I don't you know, think they you would know say no, but it's so ingrained in their company. And yeah. when I work with with people, um, at least on the American side of Square, like, they're always talking about how everything has to be approved through Japan. Everything has to go through Japan because they like to be set in their own ways.
0: Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah, I heard, whether, I've heard about Alex talking about Phil Rogers being... The guy who they think is going to take over, I, like, exactly as Ron was saying, for Rogers, who is the current Square Enix Europe CEO, um, taking over the company. Yeah. So he wouldn't
3: take over the company. He would just like.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, it was, it he would just ahead. have a
3: higher position. Exactly. From what they're saying. And he's yeah. like a candidate. Take over like Matsuda's
0: role, basically. No,
3: no. He wouldn't, like, he wouldn't take that role. Yeah. But he's a candidate for a position that would take that role if, uh Matsuda were to uh like step down or whatever.
1: Oh okay. So. I, I think
2: going back though. I think like Idos even though their games didn't sell well, their games have done critically pretty well. I think yeah. a lot better than the Square side.
4: They, just, they've reviewed well and they've been received well. Yeah. Just like, so Whether we're talking to people, idos has a good word of mouth. Yeah. I mean, Man, what, you, just gotta, you just got to
0: be there at E3, like last year and the year before, is that it was a lot of Western games that were dominating their boots. Yeah, you know? so whether Square yeah.
2: wants to admit it or not, like idos has made a name for itself this generation. So, they,
4: they, they kind of trumped the it Japanese. It sort of sucks.
2: It sort of sucks that uh, they wasted a square uh, Squire wasted an absorbent amount of uh, resources trying to revive Idos and making sure their projects work out well. But
0: at the same it, time though I think it's they've kind of shown that they still care because like Sleeping Dogs for example. Like they actually invested in that when yes. those actually, other companies like, like trying to get it. I see but, a
3: lot of people put that under Idos. That game is not an Idos game. No. game it's not. The game no. something that Square Enix just said, let's publish
4: this. It's, a, it's, a, it's an outside studio, but the thing is, though, I know Square Enix London has, like, a group of guys that do, like, manage those games and do have a, a nice little influence on how they turn out. And they were like over that game because they they worked on um it, uh, they helped the Square Enix
0: London helped them yes
4: Square Enix London helped them they worked on the original Batman they're working on that game that Airtight has right now that people were saying was bad well they picked that up because they probably know London is probably going to shape it up and make it into something good because they did that for Batman they did that for Sleeping Dogs well so, do I, it, you want to
3: know a fun fact about that game
4: and. That, light-
3: uh, they actually had decided to cancel that game a few times, like they'd cancel it and then they'd bring it back and then they cancel it again. And then they finally decided that they were going to go with it for some reason.
4: I've heard that. Was it always at Square or?
3: Yeah, yeah, it was from what That's I know.
4: I, if I had, to, if I had to, just guessing blindly, I would think that they're probably kind of confident after even sleeping dogs worked out. Because the, I, I, would, I would say the only idos misfire that I can think of is probably Hitman. Because I know Hitman yeah. kind, of, yeah, yeah, Hitman kind of slid. Hitman kind of slid a little bit, which um, is
3: surprising because yeah. like when they first demoed that game behind closed doors at E3 in two thousand, there was positive,
4: a lot of positive.
3: Yeah, like, it looked so good. It looked a lot better than Tomb Raider, and the final product just wasn't there. Yeah, okay.
0: Not, it was so, it was backwards in the end. Yeah. So yeah, now that so obviously we're we've kind of transitioned now. So going forward, what in your guys' opinion can really bring the company back? It, you know, it can be obvious things like, you know, make a better game, but it's um, <laughs> what do you it's, it, well, it's more than I just think, the new president. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry.
3: Right. I mean, it's more than just that, but I think they've already actually kind of put one step forward by saying Hey, we're we're already on the next gen bandwagon. We're coming out with a PS four game. Look at us look for E three. We're doing
2: some restu- restructuring again, like, but and for the better.
3: I think if they can get out into this next generation early, I think that would actually help them quite a bit. Because if you look at this generation, they didn't get out their first Final Fantasy title until like, three two- years. Yeah. Well and you think yeah. about it, yeah. think yeah. about, the about it. There
0: was there was at least two mainline Final Fantasy games per generation. Like, not all game, right?
3: Not two, but three. Two, yeah. yeah, three. Okay, three. so yeah,
0: three. So you had, um, it's more than for just the, sequels, for too. So the
3: PS1 era, you had seven, eight, and nine, and then. Oh for a PS2 era you had 10, 11 and 12 and i guess you could count 102 in there somewhere but
0: yeah but uh, yeah strictly speaking of course being that it's uh, we're talking about the main games that are carrying it uh, sequels you have to play the original to play the second one so yeah and then in obviously this generation it was 13, 13 it was dude. 14 you,
4: you know <laughs> what you might actually enjoy 102 more if you yeah. don't play 10 <laughs> and, and have and have and have the context oh of, i play 10 like it's already <laughs> bad enough i don't need no, to do no it. Well, you're wrong about that we established that but if you play <laughs> t- if you play ten two without having the context of 10 to feel like ten two is ruining 10 you might love 10-2 that's that's just me i don't know Speaking of
2: generally okay i think yeah. square i, I've heard I think square will be off to a good start next i'm hopeful because they've already there's if you're if you're so down there's you can only go up, right?
0: <laughs> I like you can that.
2: Only yeah. go up.
1: <laughs> you can only go up, or you can go out of business.
2: Yeah, and That's honestly, crazy. by them, it's it's I I've been saying it for a long time before this. Like they need for the fourteen two point a realm reborn to crash in order for this company to realize that they've screwed up really bad. And I'm actually glad fourteen really? bombing is not what set this off. Like they I'm, I'm, actually realized.
4: But, well, but while you mention a realm reborn, though, I'm saying it right now for the record. Will not last longer than twelve months on a subscription model. They have yeah, the free to play plugin. <laughs> they, 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 I'm, 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 it
0: I'm but sure it all they have
4: to do is flip a switch and make that game free to play. It will not last on a subscription. There's it will just,
0: not last on a free to play model either, though.
2: I, I, no, because I, I think it's made, yeah, because games thrive off of the free to play model. I don't
0: pass. think uh, th- le- the reason Levens last this long is because they put out those. Expansion packs. I don't know if Good Wars Two is going to last as long as Good Wars One did, for example. But the the idea that going free to play would would help that game, I'm not so sure about that. I, I,
3: think, a I, I think. I think. Well, look at Star Wars.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. Well, Star Wars is a particular case because we've never seen a play to a pay to play MMO go to such a gutted free to play MMO um Terra yeah that's true Terra was like it's really Terra well Terra
0: is because it went free to play in Korea months and months before it I, I think it was even before that game came out but yeah so But
2: it no but it still stands as a testament for doing well there are games there are MMOs out there who go from P2P to F2P and they have macro transaction and it does substantially better. It that's just I'm, how it works. I'm not
4: even talking about like doing well. I'm talking about f- for survival. I I don't believe there are enough people who are willing to play 14 and pay a subscription based model. I don't think there's enough a fans. Difference.
0: Oh, because 11 has made Square Enix so much money that mm-hmm. I don't know if they be 14 willing. is not 11.
4: They, no, the, the, 14, the difference 14, 14 is 14 is not 11. I
0: know 14
3: may know I mean. not be 11, but I think at least everything that I've seen for the game so far, I think um, I'm, and I know it's an MMO and everything, but I think there's parts of it that could actually appeal to people who only play the single player game. So I think they're almost banking a little bit on that. Yeah. And I will be interested I, to see like if they can actually get that to work for them. Yeah.
2: I said this for the, uh, the old Republic, they're going to try to make as much as money as they can off of the subscription model, as much as they can until they start realizing, okay, this is the peak that we're going to make enough money. Yep. Now we're going to transition into so the play. I, I
0: playoffs. Yeah. It, I think it's very different in my opinion. It's because Star Wars, it started as a movie, obviously as a series, and that's where people know it it's best. It's so amazing. it's transitioning. It's, it's I know, amazing. I know it's a cultural thing, but at the same time, I, I think it's that, you know, Star Wars, of course they were banking out the license. I think with Final Fantasy, Square Enix knows there's a lot of people out there willing to pay a subscription fee to play that game. Um 14 was a mess. But the amount of effort that they're putting into, they changed the name. They got rid of 14. They're calling it Final Fantasy. Well, they're kind of keeping it. They're putting a rolly 2. board. It's a, yeah, it's a rolly board. They're changing a lot of it. Everything about that me and Aaron have seen, I mean, I don't know how many. How oh, many I mean,
2: I'm not denying it. It's, it's been play. really good. Yeah, I think it's, it's fantastic. It's, yeah, need, it looks great. They just need fantastic. word of mouth, really. I, I don't sure. I don't know, because, like, BioWare is a huge IP... Uh, is a huge name. <laughs> uh, uh, Star Wars is a huge Lass, name. But, it but is we also... Though. Yeah, but that... I'm not talking about Neo, that that I BioWare is a
0: huge name. It, it is. Yeah, it's it's a huge I, I just don't know if, if people were into the idea of Old Republic before it even came out.
3: Well, you know, I, that game is actually fun for probably the first 13, 13, 13 levels yeah, or so. I heard and
4: that, that as, like, bad yeah, end To game. be fair, I gotta tell you, don't let internet narrative fool you, because, like, to be... Older Public's audience.
0: Well, that. Well, I guess we better quit our jobs.
4: <laughs> older, older public's audience jumped up by like two million people once they went F two P. Like it's done some things to help that game. It it, it it's it's had an impact. I'd like we're, to see
0: how it's done them financially though. Like um, how, how's that has that helped them? Because have say you have a lot of people are like who who are free to play, but how many have actually paid? I mean that's the amount of money point. that they put into fourteen. They know they gotta kind of. Well, recruit- they have
2: to make a profit. 14 that's
0: was in development a for years, so. Yeah, and with the, with the huge staff. That's why
2: I'm worried because. Yeah, Project Rapture.
1: Yeah, yeah that's
2: what it was. It's a called, like, the thing is, oh. the reason why Tor is failing right now financially, even though it's free to play, is because it doesn't have a good free to play microtransaction yeah. model. model. That's yeah. part of the problem. So if 14 does the exact same thing because they're so hell bent on having only a yeah. subscription model, 14's gonna crash and burn the exact same way.
0: Uh, I I just don't see that happening with that game. 14 was bad, but at the same time, you could see stuff in that game where it's like, hey, you know, this is a broken piece of shit, but, you know, there's things about this game that I can see. What other MMOs
2: have released in the last year, like, or two years even, that hasn't gone free-to-play?
4: Yeah, that, yeah.
2: (laughs) Because Secret World also released, and that one free-to-play. But but that's a new, that's a new property, though. We can't really compare
0: Secret World to everything else, though. It's
3: I, I, I mean, it, there's always going to be, like, that small fraction of a fan base that will pay, pay for a subscription oh yeah, for Final Fantasy. <laughs> Eleven's
0: still, like, number two or three in the top of, What it, about or
1: Dragon Quest 10? That's not subscription-based, is it?
3: Yes, it is. Yes, it is.
1: Oh, okay, well, there's something. that actually buy well, the US You
3: street. can't really compare that, because that's... Yeah, because that's square.
1: That's, a console,
3: you tell also doing real that's a console so, only, Japan only... Yeah. MMO that's not even on PCs and it's not in English. So yeah. I mean, it's not, yeah.
0: it's and it's funny. got a single player mode. I'm not you. doubting
3: that
2: there won't be subscribers. There will always there will be hardcore people who are going to pay to be. It's just a matter of are there going to be enough people for that's, the company that's to where think. I think?
4: We disagree. We yeah. don't think there's going to be enough of the loyalists who are willing to pay. And you think? Yeah, and I don't think
2: the company well, is going to see, see how that's that, so going to be enough.
0: Yeah, I, I, I personally I just think that there is. There's an illusion to free-to-play games where people are saying like, well, you call free-to-play, of course we're going to join it. At the same time, you know, there's so many people – so many of those MMOs have subscription models even if they're free-to-play, and those still get a lot of people on them. Like Old Republic has it, you know, Secret World. You pay 20 yeah, bucks or something like that a month, and they are – they got a lot of people on them. You know, it's it's – I think it's – you're starting to see. I think there's going to be a a, a little bit of a backlash on the free to play at some point, and I think it's. I think Square Enix can do fine keeping a subscription base because we'll
4: we'll will kind of
0: be. You'll be upset about it for a while, but unless you are into the idea of Final Fantasy as an MMO in the first place, you would kind of you'd be okay with putting money back. Are down. you talking
2: about only subscription or like subscription and free to play?
4: Subscription like- only. Subscription only?
2: Well, either it's either, if they don't have enough people, they're gonna be
4: forced to change. Whether, it, they that, it's, it's, Whether they want to or not, within twelve months, within twelve months, it will go free to play. It will be forced to financially. It will, it will have to go free to play if they want to turn a profit within within a calendar year. Yeah, because
2: be they're not gonna. They're not
3: gonna. I
4: don't free-to-play. think. I think it's gonna even take a lot longer than that to turn a profit
0: because of how much that month they lost. On I that think game.
3: like even if they have to go free to play, it's gonna take them a long time. Like even yeah. more than twelve months probably because they seem like they're so bent on keeping it paid subscription. Yeah. You don't even know. That'll be
2: the only reason why they, even though they need to, I think that'll be the only reason why
0: Yeah. So, going the football, so. well, let's, let's ask Aaron then so you've probably asked him about that whole idea right about the free to play versus yeah and
3: they're like they're so dead set on it being subscription based I don't think anything can really move them at this point but yeah. you have to also the, whole, the, the just,
4: whole situation smacks of desperation but-
3: <laughs> Aaron, you can't really. I think it. it's I, I mean, it does. No, it's no but you can't really be a company and
2: be like, oh, we're considering free to play right now. You can't really that's true. be seeing that right now. Uh, I mean, that I, is I
3: true, see. but they haven't made 11 free to play.
0: Yeah, and I would sooner see them shut down.
4: Eleven, but, wait, wait, wait. But I think I'm, I'm, 11, 11 has 11 is a bit like like an EverQuest, right? It's got an audience that's that's been there, oh. that's going to stay there and keep playing. As long as you give a new content, yeah, they're going to the keep, keep playing. Experience. 14 has a stigma about it. Eleven doesn't
1: have that. It's,
2: Eleven it's already 11. has a foundation set. 14 is that. Yeah, that's another
1: problem with fourteen. We don't even know how many people are going to give it a second chance a second after chance. the first time well, around. The legacy
0: campaign, as I was talking about with you guys before off the mic, um, last summer was pretty successful. You know, there was a lot of people. Yeah. It, it, and, it was like empty, and then you saw a lot
4: of people playing.
2: Right. Yeah, and then true. we'll, they'll stick with it, obviously for a couple of months, but who knows, we don't, that the, the question ends how long are they going to stick it? drop-off
4: rate is everything. Okay, so,
2: yeah.
3: I mean, there's, there's things that, you know, I can't actually talk about right now because of NDAs, but. I think once they open the beta to everybody, then you'll be able to see like just how far it's come. Well, I, yeah. think, I, I
1: think I got the, a good game is, the
3: game
2: oh, is the game is looks exciting. Fun. I think it's gonna. I think it's the same way as the old. I view this as a, the same way yeah. as the
0: old Republic. I, yeah, uh, I, think, I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna. Go right. So yeah. it's it's been established about our opinions on Final Fantasy 14. So, <laughs> uh, so. Obviously, go, so going forward, so Final uh, we've talked about 14 enough, I think. So, there's, they already said at the Sony conference, brand new Final Fantasy could be announced at E3. Yeah.
4: Uh, so. <laughs> Please.
0: That, that was last you, you got a new one, joke. it's probably going to be, uh, it's obviously based off, um the same technology they showed in the Agnes Philosophy demo. So, you I got hope. that, and then. Is that
2: obvious? I don't think that's obvious. I don't, no. yeah. No, I'm, I not saying
0: say this, I'm saying, I said obvious. technology. I said technology. I did not say like, baseball. Maybe
2: off they'll pull a hijink game. and the they'll, they'll be like, A Realm Reborn is actually a new game. It's coming for the PS4, guys.
1: Oh, well, while well, I
3: don't no, no, doubt no, no, that no, no, 14 no. will be on PS4 at some yeah, point. Yeah, eventually. <laughs> I don't think that's the game that they were teasing. Well, yeah, I no, Do you
1: know I'm the game, Aaron? That would be, well, that'd be such Do I
3: know the game? No, I don't. Oh, okay. I think you can make
1: an guess. I don't think you can make an educated
3: guess. And it's, ah, not, okay. it's definitely yeah. not Agni's philosophy because that is a tech demo and it's not well, a game. Yeah. No,
1: that's, 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 that should, that
3: should guys, be a game. Uh, I think they you guys make that a game. I said. People need to stop calling it a game until they say that it's a game because they've said it's not a game, and I'm so sick yeah. of people like jumping on the tech demo yeah. bandwagon it's because they cool. they did cool the same demo. thing with Final Fantasy 7 tech demo yeah. and guess what? There's no Final Fantasy oh, no VII. I, fantasy. I, the I didn't tech demo. Final Fantasy
1: tech demo was awesome too. Yeah, that was cool. but but yeah,
3: they are going to announce a new title. No, it's not 14 i've already asked them if they're going to yeah. put 14 on the system they and probably will. like they keep dancing around it and yeah, i'm like, pretty it sure they're going to it at silly. some point i mean come on it's it, it,
0: be it, it can't
3: be that it's hard guy
0: technology, technology. <laughs> just embedded in there i don't, I don't
3: know i mean it's the the I mean, they... fourteen is they made it on PC first, so porting it to PC yeah. DirectX
0: eleven they already got the technology. for the
3: It shouldn't be an issue. They put eleven, on. Yeah. yeah,
2: and then the architecture for the PS four is already so easy to use. I, I mean, they're already putting. I mean, Blizzard's put Diablo three on the PS four, so it's not no surprise.
0: Well, okay, so uh, like I said. Let, uh, as I said, uh, I think you guys misheard. I said Agnes' philosophy technology. I did not say the game. So I, well, you know, I don't, I don't even think that. Ne-
2: I don't think so. I'm not I'm the not engine. That that's I'm about yeah, I'm, yeah, the, I'm, I'm sure. talking about the damn it's, engine. It's, it's an it's an en-
4: it's an engine in development. So no, we should not yeah. assume that they're making a game with it so. if it's well, an I engine in development. Remember. Even if it was done, I wouldn't assume. Of course, they're making a game based off the engine. What? Oh yeah. Well,
0: you don't know. You don't know. There's another Why would they create the engine if they were not going to make a game with it?
3: They'll eventually make the game, but the engine. Actually, not
0: done yet. Oh, so yeah. you're talking about they might still use like the crystal? Yeah, tools? no, <laughs> I don't.
3: I don't think they're going to use crystal tools. Maybe something like a custom engine, but yeah, you know? listen, I epic,
0: epics thing. Epics, uh, I, but episodes, I, if it's not done yet, though, sorry to cut you off. But if it's not done yet, when they when they. In, Square Enix pull Square Enix and announce the game now and put it out later.
2: Well, they're just showing this is the potential we have for the next gen. That's all it is. I think it's a. I think it's too much to assume saying the next game is going to be is going to be used in uh, using the Luminous Engine. There will be a game eventually, but for the next game, that's that's hard to say.
4: Epic always says our engine isn't done until we, as a studio, ship a game on it. So Unreal 4 isn't going to be done until Epic puts out Years of War 5 or whatever they're going to call it. I don't know. It's a
2: low jab to uh, Unreal, so, but their engine is never done. Never.
4: <laughs> that's very cool. Yeah. But, that's uh, right. So, okay,
0: so let's... let's semant- okay, so semantics aside. So whatever <laughs> engine the Final Fantasy, next Final Fantasy uses, so... Do they call it Final Fantasy 15? It's yes. almost like a foreground conclusion.
2: Yeah, like, well, yeah. does, does that save them?
0: They ain't going to call it XIII Does that
2: save them? I think do, it could redeem them. I don't think it could save them.
0: Can it... Can What do you... Th- I want to hear you, guys, each of you guys' opinion. What do you think going forward, now that Wad is gone, will redeem the company? Each when of you. Do I think, Here, one by one. I think... it's about a good game from the Japanese side? I said no, one, one by one. one. Let, <laughs> let Aaron go. Yeah, Aaron, what
3: do you think? <laughs> I think... They need to get their console development back in gear, and if they do that, that could really help their Japanese side, because, I mean, it's obviously, it's obvious they've kind of, like, they were doing okay with the handheld stuff for a while, and then they kind of dropped off, and now they're kind of getting back into the console stuff with, uh, like, the HD remasters and, you know, Final Fantasy XIV for PS3 and all that. So I think, going forward, if they can continue to actually make games for home consoles, then, that will help them, especially on a worldwide scale, because dedicated handhelds outside of Japan—they're—they're they're only going down, and that's going yep. to be that way for the foreseeable future.
4: Sure.
0: No matter okay.
3: what
2: people will say, that's that is this future for handhelds. I don't care what anybody else says. Like that—that's what it is. It, yeah. They, well, they can, I can still can solve love
4: it.
3: Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, I like that. I like the Vita too. But yeah, I'm I love the saying, Vita and
2: the 3ds. It's if you're great going systems. to
3: make. A big title. You're going to want it on a home console if you yeah, want to sell true. your game to a worldwide market.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, I don't because you, you, like they put out barely default, but even even as good as that game is and Type Zero is, that's in my opinion, that's not going to <laughs> Type make Zero. them recover as well. Because it's it's still it's still like they need something major that is across. Okay, so anyway, all right. Now, Simon, what do you think will redeem the company?
2: I think two things they should do. Um, multimedia is a huge thing. I think if they make somehow... <laughs> I'm, I don't know how they're going to do it, because after all the bravery, I, I just don't understand. All the bravest? All the bravest, whatever. Um, I think if they had some interactivity between the PS4 and the Vita, it would be amazing. because Crossplay? The, yeah, either either crossplay or remote play. So you said you
0: play, want Crystal Chronicles. Oh man, that's a pretty No, I don't, property, if it's crossplay
2: like it. remote play, I don't really give a damn what it is. Like, I mean, the Wii U is already doing it. I mean, the fact that I can have the PS4 running Final Fantasy 15 and then I don't want to sit on my chair playing or couch playing uh on a big TV. I just want to pop down on my bed and play it on my Vita. I think that's really cool. Um I think that's one thing they should do is really uh look into how they can figure out how to make the Vita and the PS4 work. Um. The second thing is they need to have their development cycles like straight up like restructured entirely because re-
3: well, with the actually with that first part, I think you're in luck because the Vita to PS4 remote play is actually a mandated feature. Yeah, oh, is it? Oh, it's, it's fairly supposed yeah. Be
0: very easy. And at least at a GDC, it's gonna be very easy to do that.
3: I'm not a
2: huge graphics whore, but like I think having uh, a game just not a, a game that's available for as a the two-in-one package like the Vita and the PS4 like they did with PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale or Sly Cooper. I think that'd be really great cuz I mean they're already doing it with FF10. So why not do it with the PS4? So yeah. Those they if they really want to capitalize on their fan base
0: and whatnot, they that those are the two things they really need to do. Sure. Okay. So mm-hmm. all right, now Ron, what do you think is going to redeem the company then?
4: Um, honestly, I, I I mean, not to oversimplify things, but I mean, I think like, you know, cross-playing, real-play, all that stuff is nice. Um, get on par with idos. just, I think if they just have a, like a string, like a good string of like three or four really good console games from the Japanese side, just on PS4 or whatever, that are just really, really solid games and back to what they're good at, that, that's enough, I don't, I don't really need like a, you know, a gimmick or a secret sauce. Just, just make some good games. I think that's that's all anybody has ever asked of them. This entire generation is makes is announce some, some good games and deliver.
2: All right. Well, they they've already got the first part down. They're making games, so
4: they're making they them. Like, but like you said, they need to. I mean, tie tire your production cycles. Don't announce something until you're working on it. Don't right. I don't I don't know what yeah, happened with that. Don't do that. <laughs> they even fell <laughs> <sound laughs> into
3: that. Whole when they announced Final Fantasy uh, the Ten HD, and they took two, what like almost two years to finally get it out. Yeah, they announced it's already it and the ten year
2: anniversary.
4: anniversary. This this year is Ten ten year anniversary. Yeah, so
0: hey, so that's why they put it with it. They're like, hey, let's just let's pretend like it, that. Well, was the point. I think it's that's smart that they
3: put Ten Two with it. I just yeah. wish they wouldn't have taken so long, like as a whole, because I wanted to play that game like last year. Yeah.
0: Or the year before. <laughs> there was not there was not the last year unless he wanted thirteen two. What? I guess. What are you talking about? Persona four
2: golden came out for I'm talking game? about final. Okay, so
0: Best game ever. Ron just wants them tighter in development and obviously better output. So David, what do you think will redeem the company then?
1: Uh now, I don't think the, the effect would be apparent at first, but I think we need to start growing some franchises again outside of the big three. Some, bring back some yeah. old stuff, bring back Chrono, bring back Saga. Last Remnant 2? Bring, bring back Mana, Mana, Jeez. however the hell you pronounce Man, it. I, mana. Jeez. Mana. I mean, get, get a, get an audience, get a, like, yeah, at first, if they, the, the games will probably sell maybe in the hundred thousands at most, but if they grow them like they were like investment. they were doing with with them at first, it could they could be really something special, something like uh, on par with the maybe not Final Fantasies, but like early Kingdom Hearts, possibly sales wise.
0: Yeah. yeah. So um, that kind of something I actually was thinking of too is that the best thing about the PlayStation One and PlayStation Two eras of of Square was that they had so many other properties that if one didn't do so great, they could fall on the other one. So, yeah, they had Mana, they had Saga. So they had all these different properties. And that's, you know, same time, that's when Kingdom Hearts came to be a thing. So in my opinion, I think, and I'm hoping they're doing this with the restructuring, is that they need to break out into smaller teams. Because, like, it's... And it doesn't always have to be a big... Big budget console game. I mean, doesn't it have to be like a big, like a production, like a like a new Final Fantasy. Is that they can have this small team, even if it's released digitally or something like that. Um, I'd like to see them grow IPs, and the, the new generation is the best time to do it. Of course, is that I, I want to see them create all these new properties, as you said, break out into, uh, break the company up into smaller teams. Uh, you can you can create a console game with like sixty to hundred people anyway. So you don't have to have like hundreds and hundreds of people to create something, even this time around. So I'd like to see that. Man, I would love a new mana game. I would love a new a new mana game. A new mono game. Sorry, excuse me. <laughs> I didn't pronounce it A new mono game. That's that's what I've been dying for for years. But yeah. Kingdom, yeah, Hearts, Kingdom Hearts three needs to come out. It's you know, even if it feels like there's been the a billion Kingdom Hearts games, out. a Kingdom Hearts 3 would put their, the company back in a lot of people's good graces because I think a lot of the Kingdom Hearts people haven't really been, like, uh, the two, the fans of two didn't really play a lot of the portable games because you had to own those systems. A lot of people bought a PS3 thinking there was going to be one. So I think that's what I love to see of it. So that's where I'm at.
2: Can you believe it? They skipped an entire console generation for Kingdom Hearts.
0: They put two yeah,
1: out, That was one of their big,
3: yeah. Wow. And it's funny one. because Kingdom Hearts was actually at one point bigger than Final Fantasy in the U.S. So was, they really, yes. yeah. they really squandered that, all that sales potential. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, and, and we didn't, we, we're not going to go into do, too deep of course, but then, so you got Versus 13 and there's, uh, I, I don't really want to go into that topic right now um, too much because we'll, we'll be talking about that another day, I'm sure, is that Versus 13, it was announced, we haven't heard about it in several years I'm since thirteen you was announced. So, tenth anniversary. Of exactly. The years. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So this all this time, never heard about anything about it. There's been footage, but then they changed it so that instead of going back and forth between CG and stuff like that. So that is a whole cavalcade of issues with that game. So <laughs> I, think, I think
3: that you should be excited for E3.
1: Oh, well, I think yeah. everyone should be excited. Do you know something, TV. Aaron? Oh, oh God, it's
4: so obvious what's
3: going <laughs> It's, it's, it. you so, you know? obvious.
4: it's yeah. so obvious.
2: Yeah, you don't I... need to have insider info to know something no. is I yeah, mean, come I, know, on. I know. That that picture uh, of like saying we please be, be excited, excited is not out there for no reason. That's <laughs> not there for no reason.
0: <laughs> They're gonna make perfume for it. It's gotta be coming. Yeah. In. yeah. Oh she my God. that cloud
1: perfume again. You
2: know what? That's what they should do. This Square Enix uh con- have a just separate Square Enix content uh, conference. And then just merchandise, like have a lightning cosplayer come out with all that Prada
0: yeah. stuff. <laughs> lightning announcing 15 movies. You no, know,
1: I might forgive them for everything. <laughs> I'm sorry, and I had to make that.
0: Two
4: photoshops, which is really,
3: really. Oh, that was so bad. But yeah, and then I mean, deal with it. Like. If you, I mean, if you've looked at all the things that have been said over the past, like, six months, and, I mean, even that leak from a couple weeks ago on the fashion designer's website, I think it's pretty obvious to sort of guess what happened to Versus 13. Yeah, Yeah. they
0: wouldn't, they wouldn't put out Versus 13 right now, because they've never done it where they released a Final Fantasy game cross I, well, I not
3: it's... just that. They they need to get rid of the thirteen name on that game. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely.
2: It's it's yeah. a it's like just having Final Fantasy on there is bad enough at this point like i mean I'm, I, feel well, I feel bad i feel I
3: bad i feel bad that this is what it's come out to i don't know about to. that but i think associating it with 13 yeah. as a number is yeah. probably not good brands. that's I why geo13 you
0: know, became type 0 you know you kind of see where things were going i know i, know, I know yeah, doesn't uh, really want to get into it square, I,
1: and they I, know it square knows it it's a toxic label
0: yeah, and what? They're not even
2: calling Final, Lightning Returns. They didn't even bother calling it Final Fantasy XIII 3 They just straight up called it Lightning Cause, Returns. Because we America.
0: know that's what we're calling it, so it doesn't matter, but yeah. <laughs> well, I think,
2: I think people, I think the people who saw Final Fantasy XIII 2 they were like, oh, this is a sequel to XIII, I don't want to play it. But when they see Lightning Returns, they'll, like, be like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll oh, try yeah. it. Oh put yeah, Put the, put the main the same character playing in playing. the title. It's yeah, not even the same logo. Play. Like, it looks like Transformers.
0: Lighting the lighting was on the box, 13, <laughs> here, but she was barely in the
2: game. What's going it's on? clear what they're trying to do with this. They're trying. They're trying their best to salvage it. Like there's no way that they're can canceling. Honestly,
3: this. honestly, I think that game is just going to be treated like another Dirge of Cerberus. I mean, yeah, that's exactly. Just the, the way that I they've been thinking. marketing it, yeah. and just yeah. the way that they've well, been, yeah. been treating it in interviews and everything else, it it's looks- it's kind of like a throwaway game.
1: So you don't think yeah, they have faith like in it either. You know, know,
3: I think they just yeah. want to get it out because uh with They're the like on. with 132 they were unsure on if they wanted the ending to be an actual like separate game or if they were going to do a DLC and obviously yeah. they decided on a third game. But like I said earlier, they thought the they their expectations for 132 were so much higher than what it actually did. Yeah. So I think even after they had decided for that third game, they were like, "Oh, well, we're just going to have yeah. to stick to it now."
2: If you think 132 was a technical mess, wait until wait wait until Lightning Returns. That,
3: that oh <laughs> that first yeah. trailer. Yeah, I, I
0: not, mean, I, oh god, as I saw that
1: trailer, when
0: <laughs>
4: yeah,
1: that trailer had issues. <laughs> when they showed
3: it to us back in January, it looked really rough. I mean, I know they said it was early, but no, was, when you're when you
2: make your first impression and it's that bad, that's that that is. That's not uh, good. That's not game. good at all. So, no, and I mean so
3: looking at how thirteen two looked, I really don't expect it to look as a, I definitely don't expect it well, to look. Well obviously
2: no more, gave up on the character design. It seems
0: like they, the budget <laughs> just dropped out at that point. It's like, well, okay, we had all this money we spent on thirteen two, that didn't work out. Alright guys, uh God, uh we don't have much left. Let's just
2: come on. They're just trying to make as much money as they can from it without spending too much Do on the guys- development.
4: Do do you guys think that with a name change, like they kind of switch around staff? Like, do you think Nomura is still director of versus thirteen?
2: I don't think he's going to be the sole I director. <clears throat> I,
4: think
0: I think he is. I don't no, think. I think he is. I think is yeah. pretty much the guy they're going to probably be relying on the most to carry them this
1: next. You generation. have to realize is that that, is that a good he has thing?
0: So yeah, I think it it's can it. be. I think
1: yeah, Nomura
2: is a cool guy. The man has I think the man has vision. And as I much
0: think- as I have an issue with some of his decisions when it comes to like plot development and stuff like that, it's it's still they still. Have well, uh, well, that's not really
4: him, is it? For the record, I do actually like his games. like Kingdom Hearts 2, I, I think, is really, really fantastic. Yeah. So. Well, I'm, he has interesting, about
2: ideas. The, yeah. he has interesting ideas. He does a good job creating stuff, and, and then just lets everyone else handle it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think oh, that's... Shit,
3: yeah, I mean, no, but. You have to realize that he has, he has a really controlling position in the company, and a lot of the decisions, like doing the HD remasters, that was actually his decision. A oh, conversation, really? yeah. It's, it's because
0: Square Enix is a company run by art, design, uh, the art team, so it's like anyone who's like, the <laughs> art lead, like the, the best. Or
3: actually, my favorite example with him is, he was actually, he's creative producer on Theater Rhythm Final Fantasy, and they wanted to change the name for the overseas release, and they gave him, like, several different names, and he turned down every single one of them. Well, because,
4: well because for that, he's He, fool.
3: he came yeah. up with that original name, and he didn't want to change it. So. No, Nomura,
2: no, no, someone made it. this analogy a long time ago. Nomura doesn't tr- treat his job or pr- creating video games like a normal programmer or creator. No. Uh, he He treats it as if he's painting something. Like, he, it's, a, it's his work of art. Yeah, yeah.
3: he he's definitely a diva. Yes, yeah, so that, I think at least it looks oh, okay. like I think that's
2: both good and bad, and
0: to have <laughs> yeah, that type of personality
2: for the company, it's I think it's a stark contrast to like how Toriyama handles
0: it.
3: Oh God!
1: Well,
0: and that's mean, what you kind of saw from like a lot of these games is that it's it, the games. You can always say, "Man, that game looks good," but man, that game plays like shit. I so,
2: I wonder how much Nomura had to deal with Wada. That, that's what I'm curious about.
3: Yeah, I, you know, I'm curious, Otto probably didn't have much over
2: Numer at that point. Because I, it, you can tell, like, certain employees left. I mean, I'm pretty sure, like, once the, mer- I don't want to go back to the merging too much, but, like, once the merging happened, like, key people left, but Numero stuck with it. So, like, I wonder what he's been dealing with for all these years, and then seeing Wada leave, like, what type of opinions he has. Yeah,
3: I-, I wonder about that, too, because he just, like, he's become so reclusive, so it's... Yeah really hard to tell like what he's doing within the company aside from like obviously making games but
2: i will give I mean, that man props for patience
3: <laughs> i will <laughs> give that
2: man props for patience. also not only was he waiting for water to disappear
0: he was he- <laughs> <laughs> i like that idea he's like waiting in the shadows like <laughs> a waiting the wall, Wada like, to get out of here Kingdom
2: hearts 3 has been on like delay what's it called Final- versus like th- this man has been I don't want to say he's been screwed over, but this man has been waiting.
0: But for... You could say that, but do you think some of those delays was due to Namura's request?
2: Yeah, I, th- I think some of it, but you can oh, Probably a lot of it. It's entirely. I think partially it has to do with Wada's. Well.
4: I always assumed most of it was on Nomura. Yeah, <laughs> I think for it, Yeah, uh, I always assumed most of that was just on him being difficult. I mean, what, what about
1: taking staff from Versus to finish 13? What about that? Well, Stuff there like was that. that. But, was. Then, yeah.
3: but then you had the the, they pulled staff for 14 so there was that and they stall. they had to stall their their other hd projects to... because of that game so i mean there's just been i mean this whole generation has been garbage
0: oh I mean, you gotta think really about it then maybe they pulled them. when they pulled staff from you said they pulled staff from 10 and 10 the 10 hd stuff maybe that's where the reason why it took so long is because guys we got to put out 13 too
3: no, well they said in the interview that they made the decision to do it um back in 2011, um, and they couldn't get to it right away because they were still finishing 13 yeah. too. They cut The DLC and stuff, right?
2: before it actually even started.
3: Right, and so they announced it way early, and they actually decided on doing Kingdom Hearts HD before that, so they still oh, wow. do, they like do the that game as, as well.
2: It's like the same they, thing as the Tales already... of Graces F. They announced it before, like, that's why Tales of Graces F localization took forever, because I think they announced it before, <laughs> it before it was even starting localized.
4: They, yeah. they already—they already said they're farming out some of uh, 10 and 102 10 HD, which he, which sounds to me like using Tri-Ace again. Even though I know those, some of those guys are probably still on Lightning Returns, but a lot of them are probably They'll finishing up on Lightning them. Returns and going over. Yeah, they need to make a new game. I actually think guys.
3: they're um, like with that they might go with Hexadrive, who did the Okami HD collection. Just because I
4: saw someone some say that, yeah,
3: they've worked with them before on Third Birthday, so that might be a thing. Oh well, damn. Well, that game is actually not bad, except for the story. And you know who is responsible for that
4: story. Mechanically, uh, Third Birthday is pretty solid mechanically. It's the plot that's just a muddy mess.
3: Yeah, uh, and we all know who we can blame for that one.
4: Yeah, we do. You know what, if Third Birthday had been a third-person shooter on console, it could have been really (laughs) (laughs) good. I just don't
2: want Toriyama next-gen. That's all I care about. Yeah, I
3: I really hope they just, like, either he leaves... Or I'm, they surprised he didn't
2: lead with lead, uh, I'm surprised Toriyama didn't leave with his waifu, uh, Wada. Like, <laughs> Wait, I'm what? I'm surprised.
0: <laughs> I mean, I'm the, sorry. The way you phrased that. that sounded really weird. I was <laughs> just like, what? I
2: mean, it's a jab
1: it on sounded me. better in his head.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> all right. So,
0: all right, so uh, I guess at that point, then, it sounds to me like we've got pretty solid ideas about how we want things to go. So I guess we'll kind of leave it at that. I mean, of course, next month we'll be talking about a lot of things. There's going to be a lot of stuff. Obviously, everything that happens in the wake of that, because it's, it hasn't even become official that.
3: No, he doesn't leave until June.
0: Exactly. Yep. So it's, it hasn't become official. And so we'll see what happens between now and next time. We'll probably not even talk about it then. We'll probably have to wait till like maybe even July. Uh, because an at maybe maybe they'll announce the they'll, t- they'll talk about who's going to be the official guy at E3. They'll have him come up on stage and announce the new game, maybe. I don't but, think they'll do that. I don't so Phil Rogers. Phil Rogers. No. so <laughs> all right, guys. So that that about wraps it up. So this is this has been a pretty great conversation, if I do say so myself. So mm-hmm. it's been a lot of fun. Uh, so with that, we'll go ahead and end our very first podcast. Thank you very much everyone who is listening to this. Uh, if you ever want to check us out, of course, rpgsite.net, but also follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash rpgsite. We're on Facebook. Uh, then of course you can visit Aaron's site at novacrystallis.com. Um, anything else you guys want to add to that? Thanks for
3: having me on Or, uh, tw- yeah. uh or you can find me on Twitter at nova underscore crystallis.
0: Yeah
2: uh and then you can find me on twitter on uh at k-a-y-o-s nine
4: zero you can find me on twitter at tailspun t-a-l-e-s-p-u-n
1: okay Mm -hmm. you can find me on twitter as dave at dave kreinberg
0: and you can find me at that's original dude at to changed it when i'm trying to announce my twitter dare you! this is very appropriate (laughs) <laughs> Alright, so uh, once again, thank you guys for listening, and uh yeah, it's been a great cast, and we'll, we'll end it there. We'll see you guys All next right. time. Alright, bye everybody.
1: See ya. See later. later.